We did the market update last week. I wanna just elaborate a little bit on that and some tangents off of that. Rents are increasing quite quickly. Obviously the government has chosen to take the rates approach finally. The federal government doesn't wanna kill the market. They don't wanna hurt the market. They just wanna slow the market. <laughs> the pressure will put me into gear, hopefully. We need to do the, um, like this is a news segment. Like this is a news segment, like all that other flash shit that you did before. <laughs> okay, hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode. I am Jay McInnes from the Sharp Real Estate Group. These are the Sharp Stories and today I am solo. I've been left out to dry as they say. Ben is doing some stuff. I'll let him fill you in next week if he feels the urge but today it is just me. So we did the market update last week. Um, I wanna just elaborate a little bit on that and some tangents off of that and just hammer down where I think things are going without the interruption of Ben chirping in the ear with his two cents, which is only partially welcomed on this screen, as you know. So at the point of today's market, um, obviously the trend is stalling we'll say or going in the other direction for the most part so prime rate right now as you've known week over week my thought on where why the market has done what it's done uh, has been rates money has been cheap when the money is cheap the people take it they just can't help themselves it's a drug so uh, with cheap money comes what do we spend it on the government makes mortgaging real estate very easy um, and there you have it. Rates have uh, gone down and pricing has ridiculously increased as we all know. So prime today is 3.2. We started to see some increases a bit over a month ago. Could even be two months now. And that was the first time when we started to see things, I don't want to say crumble, but the cracks starting to appear. Um, so you can today get a variable rate. Um, we're talking to one of our many amazing we don't have many actually we've got a very small pot of mortgage specialists that we work with so megan graham uh, i was in touch with this morning regarding a deal that we've got pending right now with mutual clients so today she has informed me that prime rate is 3.2 variable rate you can get today at prime minus one percent so that puts variable at 2.2 percent uh, and fixed rates today are at four, which we highlighted last week were about to be four, we're just under, I think they were 385, they are now four today. So a very uh, quick uh, ascent is the word, uh, with rates climbing now. Obviously the government has chosen to take the rates approach finally. They've done a lot of other auxiliary little detail stuff, which is gonna make no difference in my opinion, as I've stated before. Um, foreign buyers banned for two years with a list of loopholes. Um, again, the social housing being built, rental, rental stuff being built, money being delegated off from a federal level, which by the time it gets down to municipal level, which is where all these problems are, who knows what that's gonna even look like. So. What they've finally done is started to increase rates, which again, I've been saying all along, is the, the quickest way they can get to the bottom of curbing the craziness of the market. Not adding another tax, not banning more people, but getting the rates back up, making uh, money more expensive, therefore less appealing, therefore you don't have 
people in conjunction with COVID circumstances. We need a bigger house, we need to get out of condos and into a detached. We weren't ready, but now money's cheap, so that's helping us. So we're gonna go to the suburbs, and we saw the suburbs explode, um, popularity, so on and so forth. So with those rates being reeled in now, that's gonna do a few things. So we've got um, the people that are in are, are essentially in. If you were an invariable, you're still quite a ways behind the fixed rate and you can assumably lock in depending on your type of mortgage vehicle at any time for some of you. And if you're fixed, you're fixed. So you're locked for five years is obviously the most common term that people are taking. So <clears throat> the change in the rates this quickly isn't really affecting those people. If I got a mortgage last year, I've got four years. So in four years, if the rates are substantially higher, I may have a problem but now it doesn't matter. For the new people that have the pre-approvals, again, as we touched on last week, uh, those pre-approvals are typically 30, 60, 90 days, usually 60 to 90, so those clocks are ticking because when those expire and the new rates are then applicable, that's gonna feel pain today. And with the market coming down, yes, that's beneficial to that, but the money you're gonna borrow if you don't get in in your pre-approval now is going to be more expensive tomorrow. So if you actually do need to move, um, or really, really want to, uh, that money's gonna get more expensive. So we've got urgency at the front end here with those pre-approvals wanting to get spent and not expire, for lack of better words. So with that being said, um, we all know the rate game, it's going up. Uh, I think there's a lot more uh, hype and build up to it and a lot less tangible issue that this is gonna create in the short term. Um, uh, there was a National Post article actually that just came out uh, last week and I'm going to pull that up here titled the way the housing market is stalling the Bank of Canada may have to hit the brakes sooner than expected. So again as we've been touching on in the last couple weeks more so right when the rates started to increase um, uh, they're going to push up and they've pushed up quite quickly. Um, they're going to see those effects and that's going to scare them and then because we all know how much the government relies federally and provincially on the real estate market, the taxes it produces, so on and so forth. Um, and once that starts to get too slow, they're going to pull back on this rate increasing and find a ceiling of increase and then come back down, making that money again a bit cheaper and re-stimulating people to get out and spend it. So uh, National Post was the first I've seen. That article was put out, I think, two days ago. Um, so that's the first. We'll see if that follows in this, in this mainstream media trend and if that does anything, but that's, um, the first kind of official mainstream place I've seen that additional argument kind of stated that a ceiling may come sooner than later and then rates will uh, eventually of course come back down because the federal government doesn't want to kill the market they don't want to hurt the market they just want to slow the market because they don't want obviously property owners against them when those votes are finally needed again um, what is on my short list of things here? Multiple offers, as we touched on, um, they're still out there. Again, I think a lot of that pressure is, there's always a fraction of the market that needs to move um, and needs to buy, um, but I think there's a lot more pressure now with that and keeping those multiples alive, even in this rate climbing uh, environment, because people don't want their cheaper rates to expire. So they're out there, they're wanting to spend those cheap rates, uh, spend that money while it's still cheap before that expiry happens. Um, and it just so happens that competition and price point pressure is now on the downtrend, which is kind of a, a perfect world for them. Um, depending how much leverage they may or may not actually get case by case, but it's not climbing like it was. So they've got cheaper money as of today. 
and a duration that they can still use it with prices coming down. So that's kind of perfect world for them. So we're still seeing multiples. We're seeing a lot less multiples and a lot less people involved in multiples, meaning as opposed to a multiple offer with 10 different people competing, we've got multiples of like two or three is a lot more common. And we've been in a number of deals in the last few weeks that have not been multiples at all. So you actually have the flexibility again and the, the, the breathing room to actually negotiate um, and the luxury of putting subjects in and all those crazy things that we lost touch of for that uh, the last couple years. The last point I want to talk about is, is rents going up. Uh, rents are increasing quite quickly. A big part of that is those people that are having to refinance and are redoing their mortgages on investment properties. Obviously money is more expensive now. Their cost monthly goes up. Even though it's disgustingly common for people in Vancouver to buy and hold negatively cash flowing real estate month over month, I personally think it's ridiculous. I understand the opposite side where people are just simply banking on principal growth and they'll just deal with the loss along the way because they'll win when they sell at this astronomical gain. That's fine, but it's still, in my opinion, a liability. It's no longer classed an investment. Classic rich dad, poor dad mind, mind, uh, mindset from my old age coming in there. But uh, rents are going up and have been going up quite quickly. I think that's in conjunction with just that. Money is getting more expensive for those landlords to hold these properties and people are coming back to work, coming back to the core, coming back to reality slowly but surely. Therefore, you've got multiple offers. I've heard a lot of in rents now as opposed to uh, buying and selling, which is crazy. But it's happening and that's unfortunately the market we now live in. So. To sum it up, variable today, prime minus one, prime is 3.2, and fixed are 4%. Uh, the rates have started to increase quite quickly, but there are maybe, not that National Post posting an article is a sign, but there are some thought out there that we may possibly be coming to that ceiling of the rate increase this round, which we've kind of been talking about would be the framework. Of course, we didn't call a timeline, but that's typically how it goes, especially when stuff starts ramping up this quickly. Again, I'm glad they chose to do rates this way because again, I think that's 90% of the reason why the market has gone this crazy is because the rates came down. Ben is on the camp of it's a supply issue as the majority of the issue. Uh, again, I, I, I disagree with that. I think that's a percentage of it, but I think it's a very easy scapegoat. As the, if you're talking government, uh, which that of course is, you've got the bureaucracy of allowing developers to actually build, so there's a lot of red tape they go through. So that's a government equation, again, of how much red tape is there, how much red tape is necessary to slow uh, keep the, the supply of inventory uh, trickling out as opposed to coming out a lot faster and increasing the supply as quickly as we can. In my opinion, that's a quick government conversation that leads directly into immigration, which of course the current Liberal government will not talk about. Um, their forecasts are, I believe, 400,000 a year uh, uh, immigrant intake. That of course does something. Um, Typically, those people find themselves in metropolitan areas, of course, Toronto and Vancouver, of course, Montreal and other cities across the country as well, but these being big core hubs uh, that are probably the most well-known to people are gonna see an influx of people, and of course, with new people, it adds pressure. So that is not a topic of conversation that's being discussed kind of on the bigger mainstream picture. 
uh, but I believe it should be if people are going to start talking about kind of the government actually doing something beyond rates because it's obviously a supply and demand issue and you can say investors are eating everything up but you can also say there's 400,000 new Canadians landing every year and clearly that is a massive influx as well. Um, we'll leave that there. Um, again, multiples are still happening, but definitely slowing. Rents are going up. I think those are the two reasons why things are getting back to normal. And landlords' rates have gone up and their mortgages are more expensive. I'm going to leave it at that. Um, we'll see what Ben has to say about himself next week. Other than that, everything is good. The market is moving. We're coming back to a normal balanced territory. People look at the stock market, it starts to go red. They think it's going to zero. The same with real estate. That's not the case. It's going to hit a balanced normal market before it goes into a, a free fall, which we're not in. So we welcome that balanced market. I think everyone does. Buyers, sellers, buying agents, listing agents, um, because it's just easier for everyone. Less pressure, more fluid, more uh, more subjects out there, more peace of mind and more certainty behind what's happening. So that's always welcomed and I think that's it. So on that point, I will stop rambling. I thank you for your time and I will see you in a week. Thank you.